Hey y'all, my name is Hannah and welcome to my podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about street harassment. And to start it off, I just wanted to give a brief definition. Um, According to StopStreetHarassment.org, it is unwanted comments, gestures, and actions forced on a stranger in a public place without their consent and is directed at them because of their actual or perceived sex, gender, gender expression, or sexual orientation. So included in that would be what people refer to as catcalling. Um, It could be flashing, following or stalking someone, continuing to talk to someone after they have asked to be left alone, which is very common. Um, intentionally invading personal space or blocking the way and things like that. Um, A quote I really like is from a feminist scholar, Cynthia Grant Bowman, and she says, hidden in this complexity, meaning society, um, are the personal and political contradictions of women's lives making the experience of street hassling the quintessential moment of femininity in our culture. So basically, it's an experience that every woman can share and every woman I know has experienced it. I have experienced it. And it has become so normalized in society. And it's generally perceived as harmless and not seen as a serious issue. Which is so crazy to me because of the sheer number of women who have experienced it. So I wanted to bring up some statistics from a Cornell survey. They surveyed 4,900 women who lived in the U.S. And it showed that... 67% experienced harassment before age 14, 77% under age 40 reported being followed by a man or group of men in the past year in a way that made them feel unsafe, 57% under the age of 40 felt distracted at school or work, half reported they have been groped or fondled during the past year, and more than half changed their clothing, refused a social event, or chose a different transportation option. So as you can see, it does have a big impact on women. Besides from the fact of like changing their clothing or not going certain places at night, we also have feelings of disempowerment when we have to ignore men harassing us. Um, We feel degraded, angry, helpless. Um, Also like self-esteem issues we're basically just viewed as sexual objects and that can really have an effect on women who experience it. And it reduces our physical and geographical mobility. We're scared to go places alone. Like I used to go to the gas station at night all the time. Like I needed a snack, I needed something. I would just run out real quick. I would most of the time just be in like my shorts and a tank top or something. And now I don't feel comfortable doing that anymore or safe because every time I've gone out, someone has tried to talk to me or harass me if I didn't respond. In Cynthia Grant Bauman's piece, Street Harassment and the Informal Ghettoization of Women, she gave an example of a woman experiencing street harassment. And it was actually written in 1993. So it just goes to show that not much has changed. Um, and said, hey, why so serious, honey? Give us a little smile. My sense of humor, he didn't know, was temporarily out of service. So of course I didn't give him a little smile, but in not smiling, I had again violated the code, provoking another seizure of silent suffering that became verbal. As I passed the sleeve on the street, it hissed a word at me with the edge of anger to it with a sharp rebuke in it, bitch.
So that I just feel is like the perfect example of how really nothing has changed because I've had an experience, many experiences, basically the exact same as that. When you ignore men, like you can't win either way. If I talk to you, you're gonna think that your harassment is okay and that I like you and I'm interested when in reality, I'm just scared for my safety. But if I ignore you, the harassment continues and you just <laughs> keep going. And in the example, she had mentioned a code. She said, but in not smiling, I had again violated the code, which basically it's like, it's expected for us to do whatever the men say, like, give me a smile or talk to me and give me your number. And they just feel entitled to get an answer out of you, which is not the case. And I really wish that they would realize that. <laughs> but I wanted to um, share my friend's experience about street harassment and what she has gone through. So here's a clip from that. What age were you when you first experienced street harassment? 16. And do you feel like your racial identity heightens or intensifies the extent to which you experience it? I feel like guys can be more sexualizing towards me, but also I'm very stern and nonchalant towards guys, so it's not really a problem and it's not as aggressive. Mm. And what advice would you give to other women who experience it? To hold a strong face, let them, give them the energy to let them know they should not be trying to talk to them or do whatever they're trying to do. Hold your... So while researching the topic more, I found an article titled Sexual Harassment and Perceptions of Safety Among Women. And two scholars, I think, made a really important point, and they said, while rape is not often uppermost in the minds of most women, it is ever present. Most women experience fear of rape as a nagging, gnawing sense that something awful could happen, an angst that keeps them from doing things they want or need to do, or from doing them at the time or in the way they might otherwise do. Women's fear of rape is a sense that one must always be on guard, vigilant, and alert. This just further emphasizes the point that we need to take street harassment more seriously and we need to take women's concerns more seriously because it's not fair that a, a lot of women have that fear in the back of their head at all times and we don't feel safe. So I wanted to kind of just delve into what we as a society could do to stop the issue and combat it and you know, some advice on what women should do when they're in this situation. But I wanted to start off with a little history of what early feminists in the 1970s would do. So they would actually take the man's company info and have it reported into like a personal file. Or they even, they handed out cards that would say things like, I don't like what you're doing or it's insulting. Or imagine if I was your daughter or mother, which I find problematic because I shouldn't have to be related to you for you to respect me and not harass me. But that's a whole nother topic. Um, they also published um, letters and sent them to employees. But their, the drawback to this was it only applied to employed men. There were still men who weren't employed who were harassing women. 
But for the woman experiencing street harassment now, there's a couple things you can do. But I think most importantly is you have to do what's best for you. Because I understand that every situation is different. It's hard to gauge, you know, is he going to become aggressive? Do I need to worry about getting raped? Is this just harassment? If I ignore him, will he leave me alone? There's so many factors that contribute in what, how you decide to react. So it's really important that you do what's best for you. But if you're being followed on the street or like you feel like you're in danger, um, a good piece of advice that I use is to go somewhere safe. So if you're just on the street or whatever, go in, go back into the gas station, go into the grocery store, into the coffee shop or wherever where there may be more people and the harasser will become discouraged. Or you can get help from people in the building or workers there or security guard. And then lastly, I think it is important to report it. Um, you can report it to the police if it becomes violent or intense. You can go into the store and tell them. You can report it to their employer or whatever it may be. But I think it's really important to look at the issue as not just a woman's issue. It is a societal issue everyone in society plays a part in it and i think the biggest thing that we can do is to educate ourselves on it you know women do speak outs and workshops and conventions but it's also important for the men to become involved because there have been times where i've shared my experiences with uh, guy friends or guys around me and they just laugh at it and like oh that's just normal like it shouldn't be taken seriously but in all reality it is serious to me and all the other women who experience it and our safety isn't a joke my safety isn't a joke and it shouldn't be taken as one and i think we need to do better as a society in holding men accountable for the part that they play in the issue but that's it for my podcast i hope you guys enjoyed listening and i hope you learn more about street harassment if you didn't know what it was or the seriousness of it and i hope you can use it as inspiration to go out in your community and actively try and stop it and combat the issue thanks guys